Alright, Psalm 139, verse number 8. And it says, If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. That is, if I make my bed in hell, as some translations would put it. And if we back up a little bit in the verse number 7, it says, Where shall I go from your spirit? Where, where shall I flee from your presence? Here we see David, you know, using the imagery of a, of a watchman. David is sure that God perfectly knows him and all his ways. I mean, he's omniscient, he's omnipresent, he's everywhere. Where can you hide from the one who has created everything? So David acknowledges with application and sees himself thus open before God. Hence he says there in verse 7, Where shall I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Not that David desires to leave God's presence. Not that he desires to make his bed in hell. But like Apostle Paul cried out in Romans chapter 7, verse number 24. Apostle Paul cries out, Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? O wretched man that I am, thanks be to Jesus Christ. You see, sometimes our decisions may end us up in hell due to this body of death, due to this wretched man that we are. Sometimes our decisions, sometimes our, 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 our motives might be wrong. Sometimes we might make mistakes. David is reassuring you here that your mistakes is not your condemnation. Because even though I make my bed in hell, suppose I revolt from obeying the Lord. He will not forsake me. Where can I go from his spirit? He watches over me. David desired nothing. He desired nothing more than being in the presence of God. I mean, he's described as the man after God's own heart. You see, the life of David and, and, the, and the mistakes, the blatant errors that he made. But yet, I mean, David is the man who would sleep with his servant's wife, a fellow soldier's wife, and put up the same soldier to be killed, a, a man of adultery, you name it. But I would believe David wrote this in a, in a, in a, in this, in, a, in a, you know, when he found himself in a place where he should be condemned. When he found himself in a place where couldn't you know boldly come before the presence of God 
but God was still there. His mercy and grace was, was still present. That's why Apostle Paul says, not that I worked harder than others, but by His grace. Sometimes the things that are happening or the positive or the the momentous or the good turnout in your life is not as a result of your prayers and fasting but as a result of the one who watches over us that even when we make our bed in hell like Jonah being swallowed by the whale yet he's still there even when we make our bed in heaven where do you find yourself today the father understands he knows that sometimes you have taken decisions and and you felt that he was you know he was behind it you felt that he has sanctioned it sometimes you've mistaken his permissive will for his perfect will but even when you make your bed in hell you are not condemned where do you find yourself today Jesus said to the woman who whom the, 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 the was about to be stoned for committing adultery he said who condemns you where have you made your bed today where have you have you made your bed have you taken counsel from the enemy unknowingly he knows he was present and all he wants for you is just like the prodigal son to run right back to the arms of the father just run right back get comforted because you are accepted where have you made your bed today he understands the consuming power of the flesh even when you make your bed in hell he has not forsaken you because why because he's a watchman he made a promise i will never leave you so even when you are unfaithful he remains faithful his nature his personality His love cannot be diluted by your, by the wretchedness or the wretchedness of your flesh. And so instead of running further away from from God because of a mistake, here David encourages you to run to him because he is everywhere everywhere if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me if I say surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night even the darkness is not dark to you the night is bright as the day for darkness is a light with you Reminds me of a song Michael Smith sang. Even the darkness is light to you. Oh, even the darkness 
is light to you. It's hard to believe it, but you say that it's true. There is no place I can escape from your love. He formed the inward parts of you. He knows you more than anyone can ever know you. Don't make hell so comfortable. That situation, that problem you're facing, don't make it such a comfortable place. You see, the problem is that we fail to realize the concept of making your bed in hell. You see, God knows that you will, you will fail at some point. He understands your imperfections. This is the man who recruited Judas, knowing that Judas would betray him. This is the man who recruited Peter and said to Peter, you will deny me three times. He is so aware of your frailty. He is so aware of your sinfulness. He is so aware of all that, all your failures. But yet, David says, when I make my bed in hell, you are there. It is wrong for you to continue to remind yourself of the failure, to condemn yourself, to beat yourself up for a mistake that you have made. Because before you even made the mistake, he already knew and so he already forgave you. That's why the Bible says, even while we were yet sinners, Christ died. And he says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he is with me. If I make my bed in heaven, he's there. So when I make the good decision, he applauds me. And when I make a bad decision, he still shoulders me. Because, oh, wretched man that I am. Stop reminding yourself of your failures. It's like, you know, driving a car and you find yourself in an accident. And every time you're approaching that stop or that, that place where you had that accident, you're reminded of that scenario. You're reminded of that crash. And so that's what you do on a daily basis. You don't want to get into relationships anymore because you feel you failed in the first one. You don't want to go into deals. You don't want to take chances into things. And some people are actually still poor in life financially because they have become too discreet or they've become too, you, you know, ah, you know, I've made mistakes. I've trusted the wrong, wrong people. And so that reminder of our mistakes hinders us from moving past into what God has planned out for you moving past into better relationships when you go through the word of God you find out that God continues to use people who were unqualified there's nothing that you would have done that would have qualified you for the life that you have there's nothing that you would have done that would have qualified you for the provisions that you have because his name is Jehovah Jireh
There's nothing that you have that would have qualified you for the healing. No, because his name is Jehovah Rapha. That's not your name. God is not man that he should hold a grudge. God is not man that he should be bitter towards you. God is not man that he condemns you. He has forgiven you today. Do not build a duplex in your hell. What hell do you find yourself? He is there waiting for you to pick yourself up. Pick yourself up. The righteous man falls seven times and seven times shall you rise. Rise up to accomplish even more than you did before you failed. Before you failed. Let he who is faithful and just guide you. Be blessed.